know very, very little about Tears of the Kingdom unless you're really looking into stuff in the trailers we've been given so far meticulously. Which is exactly why I've decided to go against the grain and do a video on 10 whole things we might know about Tears of the Kingdom at this moment in time. But again, none of this is 100% confirmed. Though some of it is way more likely than other bits. So without further ado, let's start the list. Oh, but make sure to subscribe to get the channel to 5k, as we could also be getting a ton of news on Tears of the Kingdom in the next couple of weeks. Heck, it could even be just a couple of days after this video comes out. Number 1. There might be 7 or 8 dungeons in the game. What tells us this information? Well, we've seen that Link is carrying a vile holder type thing in the latest trailer for the game and in the cover art. This vial holder seems to hold 8 different tiers, or whatever it does hold, and in past Zelda games we're used to collecting something at the end of each and every dungeon. In Ocarina of Time it's the medallions and the spiritual stones, whereas in Twilight Princess it's the few shadow in the mirror of Twilight. The point is we're used to collecting stuff at the end of past dungeons, something that wasn't really that present in Breath of the Wild apart from the champion abilities. This also hints that the game is at least going to be a little more linear than the last game. Though it probably doesn't mean it'll be that linear, it won't be feeling like Skyward Sword, let's put it that way. One other thing is that we seem to be fixing up the Master Sword with these orbs of light that we saw in the delay for the game too, though it's pretty unclear whether these are tiers or something entirely separate to them. If we're collecting tiers though, then there'll probably be a reward for getting all of them and reaching the end of the game. Though this is a speculation point for its own whole video at some point when we have more news, so let's move on to the next thing. Number 2. At least a good portion of the game will be taking place in the sky. This doesn't seem unlikely, considering this is pretty much the only thing that the Zelda team seem to be marketing the game on at the moment. That and the fact that this is a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Though while a good portion of the game will most likely be taking place in the sky, it's also important to look at where else the game could be taking place if only a portion of it will be up in the air. And we don't 100% know that just yet, though there's some other stuff in this list that hints at other areas. The sky seems to have a few different layers hinting at us going further into the sky as we progress through the game, which has led a lot of people to believe that the final dungeon will be way way up in the sky, though again that's yet to be seen since Hyrule Castle is all the way near the floor in the cover art for the game. Number 3. The first shots we ever saw of Tears of the Kingdom were darker than Majora's Mask. Now this is a fact. According to Alnuma this is a complete and utter fact. To this point I can't really deny that it was true because damn that first trailer actually gave me legitimate goosebumps and it still does to this day, but we know that this atmosphere has only been present in that first trailer. There were little hints of it again at the end of the second trailer for the game with Hyrule Castle rising again, but I can't imagine that any of the trailers misrepresent the game. The recurring theme throughout all of Breath of the Wild's trailers was tranquility, even in the first moments of the first trailer of Breath of the Wild all the way back in like 2014. It started with silence being broken by the hero and the guardian, and that theme followed through into that game. I can't imagine that the darker tone isn't at least in some areas in the game, whether it be in the dungeons or the caves or wherever, or even just in sections of the game, I just can't imagine that it doesn't have that tone at all. So it'll probably be a slightly darker game in tone than other titles in the series, at least in the music department and in some places maybe? Number 4. The Zonai might be incorporated into the story somewhat. On surface level, this is the most out there theory I've seen for a sequel to a game, much less a Zelda game. Probably ever. And I give all the props in the world to Nintendo Black Crisis and others in particular who pushed this theory because I had absolutely zero faith in it until the 2021 trailer for the game. 
And then the September trailer basically confirmed to me that the Zonai will be in Tears of the Kingdom in some way. Where's the evidence? The symbol on Link's shield in the trailer for E3 2021 is brand new and kinda looks like a Sheikah symbol, so that screams Zonai to me. Patterns seen in the Farron region, the region of the Zonai, is widely present in the last couple of trailers and there's also a ton of other evidence that we don't have time to get into, lest this video turn into an hour long NBC documentary. So let's move on. Though I think the Zonai are a very interesting prospect and a very exciting theory actually coming to life. Number 5. Zelda is likely shown in the murals and might be talking to another goddess or Zonai figure. I know I said we were done with the Zonai not even 5 seconds ago, but it's only a quick mention. Zelda seems to be in a few locations in the murals in the September trailer for the game for sure. She seems to be falling or maybe levitating in one of them and she also seems to be making a pact with someone else. We're not sure of who that person is yet, for all we know it could be Ganondorf, though that does seem pretty unlikely. The Zonai really like animals, so there's a real chance it's a person of the Zonai tribe since their robes seem to resemble a rabbit or something of that nature. There's very little that we know of this mural at the moment, but what we think we know is pretty interesting and far extends past just this small mention. Number 6. We might be traversing the same Hyrule as we did in Breath of the Wild. I say we might because we are without a doubt 100% traversing a version of Hyrule, but we don't entirely know whether or not we'll be traversing the exact same Hyrule as Breath of the Wild. There's some evidence for it being the exact same though. As an example, some of the trees are still in the same places and stuff like that. Though there seems to be other divots around the ground and there seems to be brand new energy-like areas scattered around the map. We could just be seeing what the Zelda team wants us to see, we've seen this kind of marketing a lot in recent years where there are certain things shown in trailers that aren't necessarily true to when the final product drops. Though at the moment I'd say we are going to be going through the same Hyrule, it'll just have some new little bits to keep us exploring. Number 7. There might be caves in the game. One of those new things could definitely be caves. We've seen hints of caves in all of the trailers for the game up until this point. Though it hasn't been 100% confirmed yet, so it is something that might be in the game and won't certainly be in the game. Let's go through some of the evidence though. First off, the entirety of the E3 2019 trailer was set in the depths of Hyrule somewhere down in a cave. It was almost certainly a cave actually dug out by the Hylians or just created through natural means as most caves are. E3 2021 saw Link fighting a brand new enemy that bears resemblance kinda to a like-like in a cave with a flamethrower type weapon. This could just be a small underground area, though this isn't concrete evidence. And finally, in the latest trailer for the game, we saw a little area that could be signifying there's a cave next to an area that didn't used to have a giant doorway. It isn't concrete evidence either, so that's why it's here as a maybe. We aren't sure that this game is going to have caves, but it does seem real likely. Number 8. You might get accessories to place onto your shield to increase the amount of damage you can do at one time. This seems more unlikely than some of the rest of the stuff on this list. But as I was talking about a second ago, there is a shot of the hero with something that seems to function like a flamethrower shooting fire at an enemy. It also seems to be coming directly from a shield type thing. It has the same flat back, it just has a dragon head coming out of the front of it breathing fire. So there's always the chance that this head could be attachable onto any of the shields in Tears of the Kingdom. And what I personally think is a little more likely is that we'll get a few of these types of elemental attacks. Maybe this stuff just looks like a shield and fires different elements like electricity, fire obviously, and ice. Or maybe it won't be. We'll see. It could even already be cut from the game, we, we saw that with the last game, so. <laughs> Number 9. Time travel might play a key role in Tears of the Kingdom. This is a theory I saw a lot a couple of years ago and a theory that seems to be dying out a little in recent months. 
though I'm not certain of it dying completely yet. The theory of time travel in a Zelda game will probably always crop up since most of the 3D games in the series use it to some extent. With Tears of the Kingdom though, there actually seemed to be evidence pointing to it. In the E3 2021 trailer, we see two different styles of Link, and that led a lot of people to believe that there could even be two heroes in the game. I was never set on that theory honestly, but I do think that we could be wearing the garbs of the hero from what 10,000 years ago, the haircut and the clothes themselves seem very similar. It also give even more context to the world around Hyrule in Breath of the Wild's place on the timeline, and I think that's honestly kind of needed. While I don't think we'll be playing a different character, I think we could be going back in time in some capacity. Number 10. There might be big new flying creatures akin to dragons that are just flying around the Skylands and potentially Hyrule. This pretty much comes entirely from a few frame clip from the last trailer for the game, but it's definitely still worth talking about. The dragons in Breath of the Wild were pretty much the only real mention of Triforce-like stuff, and they were these giant things that you'd see from really far away and would marvel at up close. I'd say they were one of the best surprises in that game actually, just walking around and wandering into a whole dragon filled me with a sense of ecstasy, especially since I love that kind of fantasy stuff. We don't have that much information on the being that seems to be floating around itself, but it will likely have some amount of significance around this area. It could even be an evil entity floating around in the sky, it could be a boss. I kind of doubt that, I don't know why but there's always a shot. Either way, I think there's likely to be some good lore around this thing, or we could all be seeing this wrong and it's just a little thing flying around the other side of the island, it's hiding behind, I don't know. Well, there's a lot more I could have said, but let's leave it at 10 for today. I'm so excited for this game. Subscribe for more content on the lead up to Tears of the Kingdom's release and like the video if you enjoyed it. Thank you all to my amazing Patreon supporters and members as usual, with an extra special thank you to Sumji and Jared Whedon again as usual. Thank you all for watching and I'll see you all next week. Please do stay safe.